What's up, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan, or Hello Ghostly, if you were searching for me across the interwebs. And welcome back to another rushed episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. The reason why I say that is because it is ridiculously hot today in the UK, and I'm going to kind of rush my way through this recording for that whole purpose. So it's going to be a shorter episode, hopefully, because it is ridiculously hot. It is 24 degrees Celsius here in the UK, which doesn't sound like a lot, but we don't have air conditioning for one. And two, we're all giant babies in the UK that can't take a little bit of heat. And I'm one of those giant babies that is sat here in this heat with all the windows closed, no fan running because I want to get the best audio possible. So we're going to just rush through. We're not going to be discussing what I've been playing slash watching, mainly because I've only been playing Yakuza 6. I have finished that game and I've had a great time with it. Kind of sad that it's done, but I'm not going to get into that too deep here or there. That's pretty much everything I've been playing. I have started Watch Dogs Legion, but I'm only like 30 minutes in, so I don't really want to discuss that. So let's just go straight into some gaming news shall we we're gonna kick things off with an xbox news story in the form of psychonauts 2 because it will be featuring an invincibility mode which i am round of applause all here for i cannot wait for this if i'm honest so psychonauts 2 is taking the steps to make the upcoming sequel as accessible as possible to all types of players where they tweeted the following beating the game on the lowest difficulty is still beating the game As you can probably guess, that did spark some discussion and they decided to jump in with some more and that goes as followed. If you beat Psychonauts 2 with the invincibility toggle on, you still beat the game. Which I'm all for, but they did elaborate even further because that's just what they do there at Double Fine. And that went as followed. Uh, excuse me, I beat Sword Game Serious Time on a no-hit hard mode and if didn't do that, I don't respect you and like... Can you even comment on things if you're not Diamond 6 rank in Shooty McBlam? Question mark. I don't think so. Cool, buddy. You're so cool. They did follow up with this final tweet, which goes as followed. All people should be able to enjoy games. All ages, all possible needs. It's an ongoing and important process for our industry and a challenge we need to meet. End of the day, we want you to have fun, to laugh, to experience a story that affects you on whatever terms you want. I honestly am so excited to see more companies push for this. Microsoft is killing it in this regards. They are kind of pushing in their terms of service with video games development that these studios have to go and be more accessible. And I'm glad to see a studio like Double Fine, one that I love very muchly indeed, push for this. It shouldn't be that a mechanic or feature of a game should stop a player from enjoying the entire game. I understand the whole argument of let the developers make the games that they want to make. However, how does it harm you as a player to know that Jimmy McJiminton decided to play on easy mode when you decided to beat the game on Extreme Hardcore Bang Edition? It doesn't change anything that they played that game and enjoyed it in a way that they could personally play. I personally struggle with a visual impairment that I bring up all the time and I find it extremely counterintuitive to want games to be exclusive to a certain player base or exclusive to a specific platform. Games are made to have fun and you're kind of sucking the fun out of a game if you're saying no you can't play this because you have a disability or no you can't enjoy this 
because you're not very good at the game. I personally find that very frustrating indeed. I love seeing this type of thing though. Thank you Double Fine specifically. I like to go out and thank every single studio that does accessibility right. And if Double Fine are taking that steps to do it, then thank you very much. I appreciate you as a studio. Keep on crushing those beautiful games that you create and deliver to us players. Keep on breaking down those barriers so any player of any walk of life can play your games and enjoy them just go on and crush it but i'm one of those people that already has life set to hard mode with modifiers i'm just going to stick to keeping my games to normal difficulty thanks enough of my rambling about accessibility and stuff because i could ramble all day about that let's get into our next news story which means some possible bad news for a future for judgment but also something that is easily remedied which we'll discuss but lost judgment could possibly be the last game in the series according to some recent reports these reports comes from japanese website known as nikon taishu where the site has apparently heard about an ongoing dispute between sega and the talent agency for takuya kimura who is the actor behind the main character in Judgment known as Takayuki Yagami. I think that's his full name. I'm pretty sure I've got the first name wrong there. I don't know, but his name is Tak. We call him Tak for short in the game. That's just what they do, and that's what I'm doing here. The issue apparently comes, like I said, from the talent agency, which is known as Johnny and Associates, who seem to have an issue with having Kimura appearing in a PC version of the game. The agency supposedly has strict control over the likeness rights of its talents, and the use of their image online is still limited to a few it is not clear why the company wants to block the particular version this particular version specifically for pc but if i was a betting man i would probably say it's got to do with the openness of the platform the fact that it could easily be changed and made him look like the actor but also in like joker makeup or make him look like batman or something along those lines i think they have issues with that it is pretty interesting though and it's kind of strange that this thing is happening the so-called reason that was listed though according to the report is that they can't distribute the game on steam it would be very difficult from a business standpoint for sega and the series will end with the second game lost judgment there is no official word on this yet so take everything with a massive grain of salt it is one of those things where it could cause problems for Yakuza as well because Sega has recently confirmed that they would be kind of pushing their beat-em-up style combat into Judgment and then having Yakuza become turn-based. I do, however, think that this is a non-issue. This could be easily fixed. Money fixes no amounts of problems. This could be a money fix issue, maybe, possibly. Or even, it could be that they just kill off Yagami for the series and have someone new in future Judgment games, put someone else in that position. Maybe you move Kai is the main character that would be pretty interesting there i think they do need to have someone with a bit of a lawyer background though there is the younger character from gender's office they could use maybe possibly they could age him up a little bit maybe give it a couple years later and then they have him going on some form of investigation and that would make more sense because he is a lawyer so maybe he goes down the same path as Yagami but I don't know on that front they could easily fix this problem though there is different things they could do like swap out the main character they could maybe just bring it to consoles only maybe even have a different version of judgment for pc and have a different character there maybe a face swap or a voice swap or something like that for the pc version that would also make sense that's something they could also do but either way i'm really excited for lost judgment 
I really hope this report is completely and utterly false and is wrong because I cannot wait for this game and I really want more sequels to it because the Judgment series so far is absolutely fantastic. The first game is brilliant. I trust RGG Studio immensely. They have produced nothing but winners. And this whole past pandemic here has been extremely easier for me because I've had so many games to play in the form of the Yakuza series and I've had a great time playing each and every one and I would hate for Lost Judgment to be the last one but I'm guessing it's just going to be one of those things where we'll have to wait and see what happens. Talking about waiting and seeing what happens, Persona is teasing seven new announcements to celebrate their 25th anniversary this year. The company behind the series, otherwise known as Atlas, has revealed some plans to celebrate the 25th anniversary with the Persona series, having a total of seven announcements over the course of the coming year. The company announced a new website dedicated solely to the celebration and the upcoming announcements where they thanked fans for their support in pushing the series to sell more than 15 million copies. The website continued on to promise that there will be seven announcements that will include 25th commemorative goods, various events, collaborations, and of course, game information. The collaboration will kick off in September and will run all the way through up until autumn 2022. That's pretty much all the details we have on this, but let's speculate a little bit because we like to do that here. And I'm a massive nerd for Persona. I love the Persona series. So I thought it would be really interesting to break down what I want and what I think we'll get. So let's kind of go through each and every one. So what I want, Persona 5 Royal on Xbox and Nintendo Switch. Please bring it to me. Put Persona 5 Royal on Game Pass. I just want it. I want to play this game again. I've already played it through once. I've played through Persona 5 twice and I want to just play it through a fourth time. So please do that for me. Then, Persona 4 Golden on Xbox and Switch. I would really want this one. I really want to play Persona 4 Golden again. I played it on the Vita. My Vita is kind of in storage. It's away. I don't want to go and find it just to play this one soul game. So I do kind of want to check this out on Xbox. I also want achievements because I'm a massive achievement collector so I want to keep that going there. The last two, the last two I want to see is the Persona soundtracks becoming accessible in a more easier process rather than just being available in collector's editions. I'd love to see those soundtracks become available on like Spotify or something along that. And then lastly, a Persona 6 announcement. I don't expect much of an announcement, very similar to the four chairs that they used with the kind of ball and chain type look for Persona 5. I expect something like that. Now let's get into what we'll probably get, what we'll most likely get from these announcements. A Persona spin-off mobile game, I think that is highly likely, and it makes me very sad indeed. There was rumours that there was a Persona game being made in the form of Codename X, so I think that's going to be coming true there. Persona anime, I think the Persona 5 is going to get a new anime, a new version like they did with Persona 4 Golden. They took an anime and they made it again, so I think that's what they'll do there. Persona 5 on PC, I think is likely. I don't I don't know if it will be Royal, but I think Persona 5 will be on PC eventually. Another Persona dancing game. This one I've got in brackets. Ugh. Because who wants another dancing game? No one, that's who. Persona Strikers getting a sequel of some form. I think that's also highly likely. And that makes me very sad indeed because I do not want to see that game. Then I think there will be more Persona merch as well as Persona 4 Golden on mobile. Again, not what I want. I want Persona 4 Golden, but I don't want it on my phone. I want it on Switch. I want it on Xbox. I'll take either or I'll take both. Preferably both because I'd like to play it on Xbox mainly. But I would also like to play it on the go. That would be very nice indeed. 
there'll probably be some other rubbish announcements thrown in here. Like, look at this collection of cups. Buy the cups. You want the cups? Everybody wants the cups. I think that's what it'll be, is it'll be just a crazy banana pie. I think the most likely thing we'll get in regards to games is a Persona 6 announcement. I think that would happen. I also think we'll get some disappointing game announcements too, like the mobile game spin-off. I think out of the ones that I listed that I want, that I don't think we'll possibly get, I think Persona 6 announcement is the most likely one out of them all, but we'll have to wait and see. Either way, I want more Persona in my life. I don't want to be disappointed. Please, Atlas and Sega, don't disappoint me. Keep judgment going. Get Persona on other platforms, and you'll have a very happy ghostly indeed. So happy that I will constantly promote your games in every podcast that I'm putting out here right now. If they want free promotion for the rest of my life, I will mention a Persona game or Yakuza Judgment game in every episode. That's how badly I want these games on other platforms. And on to our last news story of the day. Netflix is reportedly trying to get some video games added to Netflix in the future. So, it looks like Netflix is planning to add video games to their current service, according to some recent reports which includes hiring a former EA executive. The report comes from Bloomberg, where they've said Mike Verdu is joining the streaming platform as its new vice president of game development. He will apparently be leading a team to possibly start adding video games into the service within the next year, and the games will appear under a new genre similar to documentaries or stand-up specials. The unnamed source that was in this report also claims that these games will be already included in your existing monthly subscription and it will not require any additional fee on top of. Netflix has also seemingly confirmed that Verdu is going to be working for the company, but they haven't confirmed on what or if he would be working on the reported forementioned game service thing for Netflix. This isn't the first time though that they've delved into the world of video games when they had a prior deal with the now closed Telltale Games to work on games for the service that included a possible Stranger Things games. Netflix does already have some titles on the service like Minecraft Story Mode that you can play via Netflix which looks pretty cool indeed. I've yet to play it. I know my daughters have played a ton of it but it has been the thing that they've been aiming for for a while they've been trying to add video games it makes so much sense them adding it to their service as well as if they do it right xbox and microsoft could finally have some decent competition in this whole gaming as a service space especially with netflix being as popular as it is fingers crossed they do not half measure this one though and they don't go along the lines of the google stadia but we'll have to wait and see what happens with this in the future whether we'll have another game pass on our hands or whether it'll be just a half measure like some other prior companies that have gotten into the space like Amazon with Luna and Google with Google Stadia. And that is pretty much everything for this week's episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of this gaming news related podcast. I hope you have enjoyed it very muchly indeed. We'll be back again shortly with another episode. I am going to go and open every single window in this house. I'm going to go sit in front of a fan and I'm going to cool the heck off. But as always, I will catch you in the next episode. But until then, if I haven't melted, ghostly out.